You're listening to Educast, Season 11, Episodes 1, 2, and 3. I'm Paul Mackey, one of your newbies in Duluth, Minnesota, with my lovely wife, Darcy. Hi! Also a newbie. Why did that come out weird? <laughs> what is wrong with you? I'm fine. You're broke! I'm fine. <laughs> well, I am broke, but that's a pain. No, not that kind of broke. You're broke in. <laughs> and we're also joined down in Texas by our expert, Annie. Hello! And uh, meanwhile, uh, Yvette is uh, currently not available, and uh, neither is Bianca. Aw, we miss you ladies. But we do have another special guest expert. Megan's back. Yay! Yay! From the lovely state of Indiana. We go geographical on a lot of these things, right? (laughs) Sure. Sure. We are everywhere, and it's really cool that we can do this. Sure. Yeah. I I posted uh, probably... uh, this this episode will come out long after the posting, obviously. But I posted a uh, a uh, bestiary of the fifty states. That's right. I, I oh, looked wow. at that. It was fun. The only two things that I think we've seen on it are the uh, the Minnesota Wendigo. Yes. And the uh, Rougarou out of uh, Louisiana. Louisiana. That's right. Oh wow. And then the one from Colorado, the the landslide something. Uh huh. What the heck is that? It looks like it's supposed to be like a like a rock monster. But I don't recall any such thing ever in my life. Uh huh. That's what I, I think. When I read some comments on it, a lot of people were like, "I'm from that state, and I've never heard of that before." Yeah, I think they're making that up, kind of like uh, the one year that they said that Minnesota's favorite uh, Thanksgiving dish was what was it? It was like some sort of salad that nobody even eats like an ambrosia salad no it wasn't even that oh because that i would believe yeah but, that would be yeah it was something else that was like i don't even know how to make that i've, I've never even i don't think that. i've heard of that before some sort of fluff some sort of fluff. well ambrosia salad's kind well, of a fluff. it wasn't ambrosia though oh okay. all right ah but anyways that was uh that was a point of some interest i can't remember what the uh, indiana one is either uh, apparently, the Beast of Busco, I just looked it up. Um, oh, right. It's basically, apparently, it's basically a gigantic snapping turtle, which makes sense. I have no trouble believing that in the 1940s, there were problems with a gigantic snapping turtle in uh, in this lake. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's probably yeah. just a very large turtle. They look scary. They yeah, look when you like see a huge snapping turtle. Oh, they're mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, uh, Fox and I were out on a walk once, and he was like two or three, so he was pretty small. And he was ahead of me a good deal, and the snapping turtle just like starts to walk onto the sidewalk, and then Fox is like, turtle! I'm like, No! <laughs> <laughs> 
I moved really fast. Yeah. yeah it ran. <laughs> I don't usually run. That was Elk River? Yeah. By the river? Probably, no, or? it was, it came out, they had just, um, they'd been building those houses right up on the hill and they'd like knocked down a bunch of trees and stuff. So it probably was just like walking out of the oh, forest. One like, of those ponds. That, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, we do have critters, uh. From the show itself. Well, what about Texas, though? We haven't gone. Oh, what? What? Texas. Yeah, did we cover? No, I thought it should have been Chupacabra, but it wasn't. It that. is, according to that. Yeah, somewhere okay, there was good. a Chupacabra. Okay. The Chupacabra. But we, we have a, a local, I guess probably more local to North Texas legend about a goat man. So I was wondering if it might be that. But no, we're Chupacabra. Goat man. Goat sucker, not goat man. <laughs> goat yeah, goat, goat man. That's like, what a Chupacabra is. Like a werewolf fixed up to goat that like threw some tires at cars and stuff. All right. <laughs> it's actually very local to where I'm at. But it's sort of local. spread throughout the region. Or somewhat oh. loco. Were there any like local ones to you growing up? No. I mean the Wendigo is, is definitely Native American legend of, of long time uh-huh. standing, but I don't remember hearing about it when I was a kid. See, we had what they called Albino Man, Ooh. and apparently he was uh, a gentleman that lived out uh, near the Missile Silos. Okay. And the kids used to go out and party at the Missile Silos, which I never did because it was illegal. And <laughs> apparently he would, like, come in try to scare the kids away. So, but, yeah. All right. Albino. So, really, he was just responsible citizen man. <laughs> Probably, because we should not have. No, no. I mean, they should not have been there. <laughs> right. <laughs> you are talking about dangerous and decommissioned, not. Uh, yes, totally. Active. Obviously. They weren't. They weren't watching after him anymore. Yeah, exactly. You know, everything was was all gutted out of there. It was just a big pit. Filling up slowly with water. Yes. I've seen videos of people urban exploring some. I don't know if those were the ones or not. Just drop more rocks down it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Party. It's a good time. All right. Well, should we uh, enter into the show itself that we are speaking of? I We've guess. only got we we, we 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 are most definitely unquestionably finite in our uh, in what's left now. You are. They've, the- they've yeah. aired the last. That's what, yep. what I hear. No matter what we do now, we're catching up. There was at least a lot of still. sad people, I yeah. hear. Yeah. Yep. I, I, I did my best to avoid spoilers, and I think I mostly avoided spoilers. There, I saw something, but I'm not sure what I saw. Someone quoted something, or made, made, a, made a quip, and I was like, well, that's... That's I, that's I I I when I when I read the quip when I read the quip that they made I was like oh I don't even know what they're talking about and I was like oh wait shit yeah I guess I do I have to bleep that <laughs> but yeah I guess I guess I do know what they're talking about but I it doesn't tell me anything really uh, I don't know I I saw a, a clip of the oh but I was I did I did get one spoiler that I can semi disclose. Uh, I can't disclose all the way because I'll be spoiling you. Because I'd be spoiling you, but uh, I did get a a character return spoiler, and I have no idea when exactly. But I I was listening to a podcast, and I did know that this particular character actor was on this podcast, and I was like, well, that's probably safe, though. You know, because... Oh, oh, Paul. Here you see that. We're good. <laughs> we're good on that. And it was, and it was from a couple of years ago. I so I was like... my mask to that this probably, podcast. It was from a couple of years ago. It would probably work out okay. Uh, 
And then they were like, oh, you got killed off, but then you came back, didn't you? I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> but they didn't, they didn't really say can't came back, like, resurrected. I think they just said that you were go, you went back to uh, to shoot another episode. It could be a flashback. I'm sure it was a flashback or a spirit or uh, whatever. I just happen to know that ex-actor performer is uh, coming back for another episode at some point. Mm. But I think, I, I mean, I gathered I think that... I knew that already i gathered that a lot of people were coming back for the last season that just uh, got got that general vibe off of things even though if i don't know which one specifically ended up in it yeah they, oh, they I know. call back to a lot of stuff during the last season which was awesome mm-hmm. but i'm like five episodes behind so mm. i uh, haven't finished we'll it you we i'm, I'm I, you might no, hit the I'll end before, we catch up catch up before you. you guys do <laughs> <laughs> But this time we're talking about, uh, so we're starting with uh, season 11, episode one, Out of the Darkness, Into the Fire. Which is, which one? No, never mind. (laughs) We don't have that. This is the one where the main kid shows up. This is the one where the infected act like the ones in the the girl with all the gifts. Oh yeah, you're right. That's All right. Um, So I'm just going to launch into the summary thing we can talk about things that come up in the meantime so there it starts out with a actually a pretty uh a pretty I, i'm not sure if it, was it more confusing or was it a well done back and forth timeline thing you know it was a disjointed timeline thing where it was like okay well now we're in the present but then there's a the, just in the recent past this happened but now we're in the present but the, also this just happened and now we're further into the present but that also that other thing happened Seriously, that's just how life feels these days. So it felt pretty <laughs> So parallel... Yeah, I found it a bit unnecessary when I was rewatching. Parallel back and forth flashbacks show Dean outside with a woman amongst the black clouds and Sam in the car waking to find no Dean. Sam finds Dean lying unconscious a mile away. The woman, the woman slashed the darkness, saved Dean and thanked him for freeing her. Dean is sure they must re-imprison her. Because she's evil. That's what I hear. Apparently. And meanwhile, spell-affected Cass is in a chicken coop, remembering attacking Crowley, but realizing that he did not kill Crowley. Did he steal the eggs and eat them raw? <laughs> Maybe Cass? <laughs> Just asking questions, all mm-hmm. right? Maybe. Maybe. Probably not. Did he eat any chickens raw? Probably not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He looked... Pretty bloody around the eyes to me. Yeah, but that's not where you put the bloody chicken. I don't know how angels eat, do you? I think we've seen him eat. I suppose. When he does. Why do you guys think Cass was like so you know relieved when he realized that he had not killed Crowley? Because killing is bad? I mean it would I don't know. Killed the king of hell. (laughs) Failed getting killed the king of hell. Hard to say. But they've been a team. But wasn't it Sam that was supposed to kill him? Yeah, originally, but then... So uh, maybe it was just because he didn't want Sam to kill somebody. He lets Sam kill somebody all the time. Never mind, I don't know. I, yeah, I think it's uh, <laughs> all the time. I don't know about that. Well, but it's plenty of times. I think the human body count from Sam is fairly low. Probably the human body count, but is Crowley human? No. Well, there you go. 
just wondering, like. But you oh. know, it's it's like you know, it's 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 Team Winchesters, and uh, some of them are demons, some of them are angels, some of them are humans. You know, but they're they're all working together, and if you have to be forced to kill one of your teammates, even if yeah. you don't like them all the time, they, they, I think they seem to be skipping the... a lot of. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I think part of the problem may have been the forced to kill aspect. Yeah, that, that, I guess that's what I was getting at. Is it? Yeah. Like, he didn't necessarily have a problem with killing Crowley, but did not like that it was not his decision. Okay. Right. That was pretty much what I thought. I was just curious if anybody else had an opinion. <laughs> going on there. He's into the whole free will thing. Yep. The whole team. <laughs> uh, he, he realizes he did not kill Crowley, who sli- slipped out of the body before Cass inflicted... The knife blow. Cass is confronted by farmers, but escapes. But he was worried, Cass was worried he was going to kill them. Yeah, Yeah. I thought he was going to kill the kid. Mm -hmm. The boys find a scene of dead bodies all around on a highway, and they get attacked by a worker with bulging black veins who acts like a zombie. Like a, uh, more of a Romero zombie than a Haitian zombie. (laughs) Maybe even even less like a Romero zombie than like a, a, uh, a fast zombie. Yeah, he's pretty fast. Fast zombies are the worst zombies. I know. They're so scary. My only chance is being able to outrun them, so I really don't want them to be fast. That's right. Cardio. There you go. (laughs) Double tap. (laughs) (laughs) And now every time I watch something, I'm like, they didn't double tap. That thing is coming back. It came up. You you mentioned it in this ep in this episode, I think, or one of these two (laughs) coming episodes here. It's a good rule. There you go. Uh, They're confronted by Deputy Jenna, who they convince, or they who they convince, they convince her that they're not affected. I I typed that up weird, but anyway, yeah, they convince her they're not infected. Uh, She was on the scene trying to help a family under attack, and she had to kill many darkness infected people. Uh, many of whom she apparently knew. That's sad. Yeah. Uh, she's been injured, so the boys take her to the hospital where many others are dead or infected. And well, I went fast there. Sam finds and rescues a man with a baby. But yeah, I don't know. It's, 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 it seems like uh, it didn't feel like anything all that new. Okay. Like, okay, well, you know, there's, you know, a big crowd of uh, and here's people my, that are infected. It didn't seem issue. that. Okay, go ahead. And it, I mean,. We haven't gotten to the part yet, but I'm going to talk about it now. So they said that the zombie people, uh, you know, don't attack other zombie people. Yep. Mm-hmm. But if this baby child... Yeah, because they weren't trying to attack the dude because the dude was infected. Right. So why are they trying to attack baby child? Unless baby child infected the dude after they were trying to attack. Mm, maybe. I don't know. Because baby child is source of infection. No, he had said that he had had blood on him. Hmm. So, I mean, possibly, but... Yeah, and Sam was, like, infected for, like, like uh, like 30 seconds, and they were like, oh, okay, we're not interested anymore. Yeah, so... Is I'm baby just... child the source of infection, or was dark rolling cloud source of infection? Well, isn't she both? Isn't she the dark clouds? Th- or is dark clouds just the side effect of her? I think it might have been a sort of just, yeah, like a side effect of like the lock breaking or whatever. Um, and maybe, I mean, I'm really 
apologizing here, but <laughs> maybe the they didn't attack the baby because she was not infected, but she also wasn't f- formed enough to for them to recognize, or maybe they were just completely feral. Hard to say. Yeah. yeah. Just a question <laughs> I had. I remember thinking it's a plot is, hole. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, they happen. <laughs> I could respect that. I did type a lot. I don't. I still don't type as much as Supernatural Wiki, but I, I did type a fair amount. Yeah, you did. Uh, Dean recalls a bit of his talk with the darkness that he heard about her from death, and she doesn't know death. Dean is confused about whether he should kill her. Confused. Why is he confused, Paul? Because he's also attracted to her. He's no. attracted to the darkness. I don't know. No. Why is he confused? Because there's like a. A bond is what they. Yeah, say, they have right? a bond, yeah. right? More, more than just an attraction. Yeah, I could see it as a as an attraction. Okay, keep going, Paul. I am going. Uh, Crowley, meanwhile, still in cloud form, possesses a woman right before her husband springs a surprise birthday orgy. <laughs> <laughs> yep that that happened. Yeah, it did. Yep. Not. that's a fantastic it idea. Just, just yeah. Mm. I, I just really appreciated the uh, that they were like, yeah, we're about to have this uh, this uh, sex party, but we are not actually going to use any curse words, and we're going to spell out hell without you know saying hell and <laughs> yeah, a block of sticks from orgy guy. <laughs> Gosh, uh, surprise! Filter really works so well. I'm not going to su- bring a surprise birthday or. Better not I'll just lock you <laughs> out of the house. I know how to change locks. You know that. I he apparently you know he was he, he had tested the waters enough to know that this was possibly going to work out. Set of locks. You don't even know where my I'm set not, of locks are, do you? No. Okay. See. I'm not. I am. I, I, I don't need to test the waters. I, I know the waters are. are uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, the, what the words are. Yeah. Perhaps not. For you. <laughs> All right. Uh, the guy, Mike, at the hospital tells uh, of his daughter's birth and the death of his wife. They notice that Mike has telltale black veins and therefore realize he's turning. They argue about what has to be done, and Mike gets Jenna to take his daughter while Mike hides himself away to turn all the way and die. Hmm. It happens. I guess. In crazy zombie land. Right. But he had instinct still. Yes. Or Mike. Protect. Cass prays to his brethren to save him, then calls the boys to say Marina got away. They ask him about the darkness, but he can say little, and the two then two angels show up, and he tells the boys they might not hear from him for a while. Or another couple episodes. Yeah. Uh, they wind up with a plan where Sam will act as a decoy to allow Dean and Jenna to escape with the baby. Mike is almost turned and manages to tell them that the baby's name is Amara. The two escape with the baby while Sam barricades himself in a closet. Yeah? But like a dummy, he doesn't check to make sure it's empty first. That's right. Because <laughs> what, what's the first thing you're supposed to do when you enter a room? Check your perimeter. Check the perimeter. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I guess. Breaking all the rules here. <laughs> Crowley's minions report to him when he contacts them with a blood bowl. Uh, post-orgy. Uh, they report about the darkness and say sounds from the cage seem to be warning them, though they can't tell if the warnings are coming from Michael or Lucifer. 
And it's a handy bringing up of the cage, which we haven't heard of for at least a, like at least two or three seasons. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't I, know if it's significant. I love the idea of a, a scream or alarm, you know, so loud that it shakes the entirety of hell. Like, that's, that's just big and bombastic and epic. I love it. <laughs> and off screen. Two or nothing. If off not screen. Fun. Yes. <laughs> that's good because it would be scary. Well, I'm sure that it's, I'm sure that anything that they could do on screen would not, would pale in comparison with your imagination of what this must be like. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Good imaginations. Very important. <laughs> Sam discovers he's not alone and fends off an infected nurse, killing her, but not before becoming infected. Oh, dear. Well, like a dummy, he slashes her throat right above his own face. And yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, that spray's going to go somewhere. The that blood splatter is not just on CSI. Where is your face shield, buddy? You have, know? have you seen Supernatural, Sam? There's blood, blood splatter. <laughs> Do you not watch your own show? <laughs> There's one thing Supernatural is known for. It's blood spatter. Blood spatter, and they need some bungee cords for their... For their wow, <laughs> you're calling back far. <laughs> you're calling back far. Am I really? Yes. How far? Pretty far. I believe you're talking... I think that's season, season five. Yeah. Yeah. Five. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sam discovers he's not alone. I did that part. Uh, the boys touch base by phone, and Sam reports that he's looking for a cure, but doesn't say uh, that he's particularly interested personally in getting a cure. <laughs> Dean says he'll take Jenna to her grandmother's and then return to help. And Dean flashes back once again to the conversation in the cloud and recalls that she said she'd never hurt Dean, and he'd never hurt her, because they're bound to each other. Buddy. I was going to get to that part, see? I know, but I, I jump ahead. All right. We can jump around. That's what I do. Uh, and she reveals a mark of Cain on her neck when Jenna is changing Amara. She also noticed a birthmark, which we know as the mark of Cain. Ruh-roh. And that's the episode. You remember when Iris had a big birthmark that appeared on her head? Yeah. That was weird. It might still kind of be there. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And I braid her hair, I can see it. Yeah. At least it's, like, in the hair. And it's not as big as it no. was. Well, it probably so. is as big as it was, but her head's a lot bigger. Yeah, that helps. I remember people would ask me, what's wrong with your baby? I'm like, I hit her. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> uh, we didn't really get any feedback for this this cluster of episodes, so this will probably be the only time I point out that we don't have any feedback. Hmm. Uh, we could uh, do quotes if anybody has a quote. I didn't feel like it was particularly quotable this time. Um, I I did enjoy at the beginning when like they're going back to the car and Dean's rambling on and on about. Uh, let me find it. We know what she looks like and we know that she's evil. The question is, what does she know? I mean, she's been locked away since the beginning of time. Does she even know what a cheeseburger is? All I know is that we set her free and we're going to put her back in no matter what it takes. And then he opens the car door and sits down and then immediately gets back out and says to, to Sam, <laughs> let me get in the car. Sam says, you were on a roll. Because, <laughs> yeah. of course, the tire's stuck and they can't drive. <laughs> Still yeah. in the bubble. It's very Dean to be concerned about whether she knows what a cheeseburger is. <laughs> right. 
Um, uh, Crowley or one of the demons um, that that comes to get Crowley has a a line about you waited until after the orgy to call us, but I didn't write it down. Yeah. Um, So I'm just going to go with grandma's joy comes in the morning because it's vague and hopeful. (laughs) Oh, and of course, grandma is uh, is uh, from uh, the Vancouver casting pool, clearly. Uh, she was, um, she was on, uh, Dead Like Me. Oh, wow. Dolores Herbig, with her big brown eyes. Big brown eyes. Mm. Uh, she was on Smallville, uh, as Granny Goodness. Is that, or am I thinking of a different show? I think that's what she was called. She was, she ran an orphanage in the, uh, building that they used as the asylum in the first season of Supernatural. Because <laughs> I recognize sets and actors from the Vancouver area. And I'm sure she, I know I know she's been in a lot of other things, but that's uh, I'm I mainly when I first recognized her, I was like, oh yeah, I recognize her from Dead Like Me. <laughs> we should have moved to Vancouver. That would have been a good move. Yeah, but we still don't have the money. Well, we didn't have the money then, but I don't think it would have been as big of a deal back then to not have the money. It's really mm-hmm. young. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Depends. Depends on how their uh, immigration balance. They, you you have to either have skills or cash. We've got skills and lots of debt. Does that count? <laughs> Not at all. It really counts against Dang you. Dang it! <coughs> oh, well. Or if you have a job waiting for you. If you get hired by someone, by a company, there's a lot of uh, a lot of things that you get past. I'm working on that. Are you? Yeah, totally. I'm going to take a bunch of classes. Because when the turtles moved up uh, north of the border... Todd had a job at Rogers Telecommunications in Toronto, and they also had no debt. Working on that. So, those two things. They also lived in a yurt for a while before they moved north. I so. am not living in a yurt in Vancouver. So, yeah. A what? No, no. She, they lived in a yurt in New York, upstate New York. Oh, I am still not living in a yurt. What is a yurt? You don't know what a yurt is? What? Wow. No. They have, they, they have they have glamping yurts up the North Shore here. Yeah, it's a it's a uh, like a Mongolian uh, style tent. But it's a it's a round it's tent. Round. Yeah, it's, a, it's large. Oh, those things it's made those out of cool. rattan. And, yeah. 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 Okay. Super cool. Yeah, there's a up up in uh, Grand Marais, Minnesota. They've got a, a glamp a glamp ground, and several yurts on the glamp ground. Yeah. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I love camping. And if nobody's familiar with yurts or glamp grounds, then they're going to be really confused by this whole conversation. I'm sure that <laughs> have. I mean, well, I don't know. Maybe not, because maybe that's it's just not. It's not just here, is it? No, glamping is everywhere, man. Oh yeah, everywhere. The older man. I get, the more I prefer it. <laughs> Honestly, well, I can't. The grind is hard. Not camp at all, but. <laughs> I can't get up in the morning if I'm sleeping on the ground. It's hard enough, like, if I use an air mattress trying to get up in the morning. Oh, ouch. Yeah, we've got, yeah. we've got, we, 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 we did some backyard tent camping uh, with Iris this year because yeah. any Aww. campground where you have to go use common facilities was, was off the, was off the chart. Yeah, we're, we're doing that this year. So, yeah, we did that. It was not exactly comfortable. Nope. All right. Okay, we should uh, we should rate this thing. All right. Mm. Should somebody write down the ratings since Yvette's not here? Uh, 
Yeah, or, or she 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 often takes she often yeah. takes them off the recording too, but yeah. we'll see. All right, somebody go. I I I was slightly disappointed by this. I mean, I I had already kind of predicted that you know I was I was like either like, like last season I think I said either it's going to infect somebody or it's going to possess some one person or or something. You know, I basically just predicted things, and I was not entirely incorrect. So. I, in in terms of my opinion, I really kind of felt like a little bit like Leviathans, but crossed with the Croatoan virus. A lot of Croatoan, <laughs> Cro- Croatoan virus. Uh, the Croatoan COVID virus is that? Is yeah, that that's the one. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't I didn't find a lot new in the thread of the darkness in this episode. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot at fault either. Just I wasn't real impressed. So I'm going to give it a six out of ten. Uh, clean language orgy attendees. <laughs> oh boy! And sorry, I took the best. Hopefully, you have your own rating system because I took the best out of my three there. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good one. I don't know. It was it was. I actually did not. It, you know, the the episode was not bad. Um, it was okay for me. Uh, I liked. Uh, well, I like zombies, so that probably was the best part for me. And then. Uh, you know, it's. It, I guess it's interesting to have a new uh, adversary, and it's it, it works in a way that we don't know anything about, and I have no idea what this is, so I have, like, no preconceived notions as to how this might play out. So that's kind of neat. So I'll take that, and I'll give it a, um, let me think, uh, a 6 out of 10 uh, uh, babies with birthmarks. It happens. It does, totally. What's wrong with your baby? That is such a rude thing to ask someone. Right? You know, people are oh so God. rude. There's that, and then there was the time when I was in Target, and I was super pregnant with Fox, and I shouldn't, I was supposed to be on bed rest. Oh, I remember lady, that. And the lady said, you're so huge! Oh, and my fists oh. clenched, and Paul put my arms down <laughs> my sides, <laughs> And directed me away from her because I really was about to punch. And this wasn't even her. like you know in a social situation. Someone who already knows you and knows yeah. what you you know look like what before I you're pregnant or whatever. Like. <laughs> no, and yes, I did look ridiculous. I will be honest, but you don't have to say it. Yeah, no, you don't. You don't say that. Well, it was terrible. There was a time that I uh, saw a blimp on the way home from work and said, <laughs> "You know what I saw?" Oh. You know, nothing. you know, actually, uh, I saw nothing. <laughs> and then eventually I said what I, what I saw, but wasn't the first thing I said after I got home. You didn't want to talk. <laughs> you didn't want to get hurt. <laughs> I was really cranky at the end of that. A little bit with the bed rest was, and everything else. It was there. rough. It was a rough go. And it was like right after Hurricane Katrina. So on TV, that's all I watched all day long. People drowning or avoiding drowning. Yeah, it was so sad, and yeah. I was not happy. Ugh. We should keep writing, though. Huh? We should keep writing. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, I'll I'll go next. I'm pretty much with Paul on this one. Um, it's solid, but uh, uh, even you know, it's it's I don't know. It's uh, it was solid, but not terribly exciting. Like. It, it felt kind of necessary, but not 
not all that inspiring. So I, I actually took an extra point off because it's a season premiere. So I'm giving it um, five out of ten hospital closets. <laughs> Occupied hospital closets. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <it was> <laughs> Who knew? Um, yeah, I I agree. Um, I do think I'm going to give it an extra point for something that we actually did not talk about, which was um, Sam really making a push to save all the people, not just, you know, shoot their way through these otherwise innocent people who yes. just happen to be infected through no fault of their own. Um, and I thought it was nice to see him, like, bringing up that that they used to try to save people like that. Like, people who were possessed by demons, they used to exorcise them and try yeah. to save the human. And it's been a long time since they've done that. And I like that there is at least a little bit of chalk of doing that again. Um, so I will give it 7 out of 10 uh, Impala Trunk Arsenals. Very important thing to have. Hunting have things that. is only half the family business. Yes. I had Sam talking sense about saving people and the Winchester sacrifice loop as my high point for this episode. Because <laughs> I forgot which format we were using. So yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up. Um yeah, that that's a great scene where he's like, We have we have to stop you know, being uh epic heroes at every yeah, our- time. We have to get back to helping the little people. Okay. So that is an average of seven one. Yeah. It's not so terrible. Are we still doing winners and losers? Mm. Oh, I feel yeah. like I've oh, done yeah. we so are. much I think we are favorite that, yeah. part of the show. We gotta do winners and losers. Oh, we didn't do a who won, who lost because I didn't put the prompt in the uh, yeah. outline. Jeez, who's running this thing? <laughs> <laughs> well, I said Nobody. Dean because he's free. Meh. <laughs> yeah, he's free, I've... and Sam's infected. Right. I would say the darkness because she's free. Right. <laughs> I'm going to say Sam because he figured it out. What did he figure out? Not that's yet. Not yet. Oh, man. <laughs> See, that's what happens when I watch them all together. They're just like one big conglomerate. Okay, well, never and these, mind. And these ones kind of are, too. I mean, they're, they're, there's not yeah. there's not a whole yeah. lot of uh, division between the episodes other than they had to stop for... Brain doesn't work that way. Sorry. <laughs> they had to stop for television conventions, but other than that... Yeah. Oh, well. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See that one's that That's one's all next, the way down. Right? Uh, d- no. <laughs> God. Keep jumping ahead. Well, we watched them all at once, didn't we? We did. We watch all three. Yeah, I think we did. So it's one big episode to Darcy. That's right. <laughs> you know, I gotta say, this show really benefits from binge watching. <laughs> well, it does because also I forget things. I really have a hard time remembering like when we when we got back into this we we'd not watched it for a couple weeks i was like what what is going on i can't i can't remember i just don't have um i don't have that bank in my memory 
Yeah. Because right. I've got so much else going on in my life that I actually do have to remember. So that 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 one is pretty pretty shallow. Well, at least you're a newbie and not an expert. Well, <laughs> So when you when you have expert. when you have experts that are like uh, occasionally you'll listen to a podcast where like someone drops something and and you're and you're like no 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 just just, just no no just stop just, just stop that's actually that's actually two episodes no don't you know and you can't do anything because <laughs> you're listening you can't do anything about it because you're listening to a podcast that uh, well if we ever do a podcast where you want me to be an expert just don't invite me because I'll blow it <laughs> well. If we do Buffy, you're a half expert, half newbie, and you'll just have to behave like a newbie. I'll just have to shut it for a few oh, seasons. It's been so long since I watched Buffy, it would be the same for me. But I still am totally into that idea. I love it. I need to well, we've still got four show. seasons of this to hit, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 11, really? 12, 13, 14, 11, 12, 13. Really about five, because you've five. only. <laughs> yeah, because we're only starting 11. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's five. I, I started to count them through and went, wait, no, that's five. <laughs> so when did season 11 air? What year was that? Uh, started the fall of 2015. Wow. We're still in the Oak River. And we're still in the previous oh, uh, presidential administration. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Which I did not know off the top of my head, by the way. I happen to have IMDb open right now. Good thing, because I wouldn't have known. I didn't just know that. I think I, I think I knew instinctually that it was uh, the prior presidential administration, just yeah. you know, logically how many years it has been. But huh. see, I can't. Were we in this house for the last election? Yes. Really? Yes, we we voted for president in Duluth oh, for for both that. these last two. But we caucused in Elk River. Um. Yeah. Yeah. We we caucused for well. And voted here. I guess. Yeah, because we moved over the summer. Yeah. Oof. Good grief. God, I was really already tough. doing this podcast by the time you guys had uh, moved to Duluth. Yeah. Yeah. You've been doing it for a while by then. <laughs> we we've been doing this podcast for a long time, but partially because it we just have takes a lot of gaps. A lot of time. Partially we yeah. have a gaps. Well, partially. I mean, our kids were itty bitty mm-hmm. when we started this whole thing. Yep. Crazy. We have uh, two more episodes to do tonight, so we should probably, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. That's okay. I was it the one gives who... me this look, guys, when I when I get well, off. No. You should see this look he gives me. No. <laughs> I'm just enjoying the chatting. I've missed you guys. <laughs> well, I've missed everybody. My gosh, this is a terrible time. I had yeah. been out of my house except for work. and. It's just a book club for TV. It and is. we let other people listen <laughs> if they want. Yeah, pretty much. All right, so we uh, number ep- episode uh, two, eleven two is uh, form and void. Did everybody do who wins who loses? Or... Yeah, I think we kind of. I don't know we kind of petered out on it, uh, yeah. but I believe it was. I sammed. You said Sam, I said Dean, Annie said Dean. I shouldn't have sammed when I when I should have deaned, but make it for the darkness. So. <laughs> the darkness. And the darkness. So. That's a tie. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of tie ish. Oh, so in this episode, Sam is homebrewing ways to attract and stun fellow infectees. Homebrew. He captures another another infectee and brings him back to the hospital. I have it typed up as he captures another man, and that sounded weird. 
<laughs> it does sound weird, Paul. They are out there capturing more men. <laughs> it's raining men, I hear. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of hallelujah, the two angels who collected cast last episode. <laughs> Actually, not hallelujah, because they weren't. Not hallelujah, because they are not rescuers. No. No. <laughs> They are working on torturing him to find out if he knows the location of Metatron. Because remember, he's still out there somewhere. Uh, Dean heads for Superior, Nebraska. I know. I was like, it's just across the bridge. Nope. <laughs> okay, th- is there a Superior, Nebraska? I looked it up. Yes. There is? Yeah. Where is it at? It's tiny, and it's on the border of Kansas. Border of Kansas. So way the heck It's somewhere. like south of uh, Kearney and Hastings, I think. South of Kearney. Okay. Yeah, I think I think that's where. Or that's maybe not near Kansas at all. South? Yeah, that's that's Kansas right there. Not right there. Kansas is the entire south border of Nebraska. Well, I realize it, but it's not like right there. It's like a long way from Kearney and Hastings. It's not like Kearney a whole and half a state away from. No, like south. Yeah. South. Yeah, a whole. But yeah, but yeah, they're whole... like in the middle, like flat in the middle. Yeah, but south of that is Kansas. <laughs> All right. Geography lesson is over. <laughs> I mean, New Orleans is south of us. <laughs> it's not saying. right south of us. It's flat and in the middle. Right meaning straight down from Kansas. He's, he's and bobbing his head at me, guys. Right down, right straight down. <laughs> not right next to, but straight down from. Okay, that'll do, pig. Let's go. <laughs> Dean heads for Superior. (laughs) (laughs) Leaving Jenna and Amara with Jenna's grandmother, but soon after he leaves, they find that Amara can move things with her mind. Now, what what baby monster has been able to do that in the past? Like, I've seen that from, like, in some other horror movie or something. Is it Damien? Is that what I'm thinking of? Possibly. Or was it Rosemary's Baby? I Rosemary's Baby was pretty much all about her you know, pregnancy and, and the birth. I thought the baby was... There's so many Omen movies and remakes. It's got to be oh. one of those. Something. I've, I've seen, seen something like I've that. I've seen none of the Omens, and that doesn't ring a bell, so... No. Hmm. no. So it's possible. could do that, but not as a baby, I don't think. Well, all right, then. True. Dean heads for Superior. No, I did that part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jenna calls Dean, and he turns back to help them. And in Superior, Sam is clearly not making very much progress. The infected man he captured is dead of the infection. Oh, they did have a conversation in there, too, at some point pre- previously. It was, not. Had, it was not. It wasn't terribly important. It was basically the, the guy recognizing, hey, I'm not all the way gone yet, but you're trying to see how far gone I am and see how fast it's progressing and sort of rec- recognizing Sam's scientific progress. But, yeah, and, and also it's probably to, to highlight this, that, you know, not too long after, he's dead on the floor. Sam hears a woman singing and finds out that she's a reaper who is angered by the death of the death of death at Winchester Hands. I don't recognize the song. Yeah. What was oh, the death. song? Sugar oh, yeah, totally. From uh it, I mean it wasn't from, but it's in Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Right? And and other places. Oh, yeah. oh, but it's that's also song. the Entrance song that played the first time death appeared. Yes. Oh, yes. death. Mm-hmm. Hearing her sing that down those hospital hallways was really cool. It was so good. 
And you're you know, pretty much thinking, well, that's definitely not an infectee. That doesn't Probably. seem to be a trait. Song, song singing is not a trait of uh, being infected. Um, she's angered by the death of death, which I still don't buy, actually. It was final. Death of death. I don't think it was final. She declares that their days of dying and coming back are over. And if one of them should die, their reaper will toss them into the empty. Uh, she says Sam is unclean in the biblical sense, and she knows that he's dying. So she's just kind of hanging out and waiting. And she says her name is Billy. And she's cool. I kind of liked her. Yeah. She's amazing. Yep. <laughs> uh, back with Cass, Hannah comes in and stops the angels from torturing Cass. Yay. And seems to be just coming to his rescue. As far as we can tell right here. Sam goes this, to the hospital. This is chap- dude Hannah, right? Pardon me? Is this yeah, dude, dude Hannah. Hannah, but dude Hannah. Yeah, dude Hannah was hot. Yes. Ooh, oh, boy. <laughs> he had very sincere, sad-looking eyes. Sam goes to the hospital chapel and prays to God for help, and then has visions of being tortured in the hallway. That's not helpful. This was um, actually among my, again, unnecessary high points for this episode. Um, I, I love Sam's prayer scene. Um, yeah. Because it's his, one of my, possibly my very favorite thing about Sam is his his unquenchable faith. Yeah. Not necessarily in God, but in, in the idea of goodness. Mm-hmm. But he just he never gives up. He never he never stops hoping, and um, it, it's very sweet to me that that side of him. Yeah, it is. So is that a, a memory of from being in the cage that he saw this vision there? Unclear. But, yeah, I not don't entirely know. clear. Yeah, because I'm I'm wondering is that supposed to like ring a bell for him for burning? He collapses and says, oh, what, what does that mean? And, and the rest of us all kind of go, well, yeah, what does that mean? Hmm. But if Honestly, I'm supposed to ring, ring a bell for burning, maybe. It's been long enough for me that I don't actually remember. Um, so this is conjecture. Uh, but it may have something to do with uh, the scream that was heard in hell, like Lucifer yeah. maybe, mm-hmm. uh, having a freak out and Sam's feeling it. Gosh, I haven't wa- watched these last few seasons since they aired. I don't remember things. But I mean, you, pray, you prayed for help. He prayed for help, and he prayed for a sign, and that was kind of the sign. He got the flashback. But right. that wasn't re- wasn't really what made him solve it all. What made him solve it? It was uh, the the unclean comment. Billy saying you're biblically unclean. Yeah, it's unclean in the yeah. biblical sense. She handed him a key right there. She did, and I don't think she meant to. Well, yeah, because now she gets to go home early. Well, I'm sure she's still, lurk- <laughs> she's still she lurking out there waiting for one of these guys to slip up. go home with Winchester. That's right. Don't we all? Do we? <laughs> um, Dean arrives back as Jenna explains that her grandmother called the church and they immediately sent an exorcist. I was like, how many, you know, before they, before they made any revelations, I was like, uh, well, how fast can you get just like, well, we'll send over our exorcist. It is Nebraska. Oh, 
Just to let you know, we live there. But not with. I don't know what the Catholics were like in Nebraska. Oh yeah, totally. Never the the Catholic Church and their ability to find an exorcist. They could figure it out. There's a lot of weird Protestant denominations around there. A lot of Baptists. Yeah. Did you notice that? Yes, I did notice that. I did a uh, a photography gig at a church that had a gigantic plexiglass baptismal font right in the yeah like for for full scale adult everybody gets in now well not everybody it was well, for one person people. it was like a like a big old hot tub for a oh, for a gosh, uh, yeah. priest and and uh that's like every church down here really oh okay oh, that was odd to us the the whole immersive bab- baptismal bath thing it's yeah, yeah no we got yeah. gotta got be Lutheran. the biggest health hazard in the world <laughs> we got lutherans up here lots of lutherans they just get a little sprinkle. They're, they're good with the sprinkle, yeah. Drink yeah. some wine. Go have some casserole. No, hot dish, excuse me. Some yeah, hot dish. not, not, not casserole. No casserole. No casserole. Uh, and when he enter, enters the house, he finds Crowley being served tea and dressed as a priest. <laughs> I love that. that. I'm sorry. I was like, so yes, funny. of course. How else would you show up? And who well, else would you call? <laughs> the first time Sam and Dean dressed up as priests, they were embarrassed about it. Or at least Sam was. He should have been. Crowley has no shame. It's true. As we saw last episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, meanwhile, with Cass, he asks Hannah to try and heal him, but she says the spell that he is under is too powerful. Uh, Cass and Hannah talk about what happened in Superior and about the alarms sounding in heaven. There's alarms going off everywhere. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he explains that the darkness has been released. She realizes that the Winchesters are connected to this and demands to know where they are. And Cass works out that this is actually a good cop, good cop, bad cop scenario. And uh, Dean gets Crowley outside to talk about the situation. Crowley says that it isn't a demon, but he can sense the power. And they hear a scream as Jenna has killed her grandmother with a knife. Which we actually saw that we we that's not happening off screen exactly. We saw that happen as well. Did we go back to see it happen? Yeah, we went we went inside and she was the grandmother and Jenna were there and Jenna was like, I always wanted to try this, yeah. and reach for the knives. It was pretty creepy. Yeah. Yeah. The angels work on hacking Castiel's brain. Haven't seen that in a while. Uh, having seen Naomi do it in the past. You know, at work we have these, um, and, and it's for it's for doing upholstery. Uh-huh. Um, it's a huge awl. It's about a foot long, mm-hmm. and then it has a hole on the pointy side. Okay. So that you can uh, push it all the way through a cushion and like mm-hmm. pull a button through. Oh, okay. Upholstering through mm-hmm. a button. So, you know, we, we were having a, a meeting about safety. Mm-hmm. And they're like, nobody can bring you know weapons to work, and I'm just sitting there, I'm like holding one of those. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> just put it down. <laughs> it's like we don't we're have to bring weapons to work. our work. We we're have them everywhere. That <laughs> <laughs> was funny. Uh, Hannah can't take what she's seeing with the uh, the brain hack and tries to stop them. And in a fight, uh, Castiel is the last one standing. Goodbye, Hannah, and. Uh, other devious angels, but yeah, I, I, I always, I really liked Hannah. It, 
bothers me about this show, it annoys me that uh, every time there's another angel that's sympathetic to humans or, you know, just good in any way <laughs> other than cast, they, they die. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I really liked Hannah. She, she actually stuck around for several, what, three seasons now? Yeah. And I, yeah was, I, mean, I was sorry to see her go. They weren't they weren't able to keep her cast as the uh, as the actress in question, but uh, yeah, that's okay. We we got one final hot Hannah. Mm-hmm. Not that the original was not also hot. A lovely <laughs> woman. Yes. <laughs> Sam is doing even worse, but before he loses all sanity, he recalls Billy saying that he was unclean. He finds biblical reference to purification with fire from holy oil, which they happen to have packed in in their supplies. I think I even commented on it during the first episode when they were packing everything together. I was like, oh, they got holy oil and everything. You did, and I thought, oh, that's that's planted in there for a reason. They never pull a clay pot out of their trunk and just be like, oh, I want to take this with me this time. <laughs> <laughs> that was Chekhov's gun. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Winchester's vat of holy oil. <laughs> Uh, while internally fighting himself over doing it, he agonizingly burns at the black veins on his neck, and it cures him. And he is then able to cure others. Burning oil. Hmm. Yeah. Dean finds the mark of Cain on Amara while checking on her, then Crowley, uh, he and Crowley find Jenna in her grandmother's room smashing knickknacks. And Crowley reveals that he, that he uh, can see that Jenna has no soul. She fights Dean and Crowley kills her. Yeah, this the, the, this scene was that confusing was enough, and then I, hmm, that was sad. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I kind of liked her. I was like, you know, I don't know if she seems like she's definitely in it for the long haul, but she could be. I was hoping because sometimes I just wish we had a lady friend along for the ride. You they, know? They, they, have, they have a track record of uh, of uh, female law enforcement uh, on their side that stay alive. Well, I was hoping we need some more of that because there's really not enough, you know, repeat ladies. Yeah. A long-standing complaint about the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it just me or did, uh, does Jenna look quite a lot like um, Alex? Do you guys remember Alex? Yeah. From uh, Alex, Annie, Alexis Ann? Oh, yeah, yeah. She does. She also looks a lot like um, Emily, the young girl who was kidnapped by the Alpha Vampire and led Sam and Dean to the trap with the Alpha in season oh, seven. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The same actress. <laughs> Oh, oh well, that my would gosh. do it. Sure, sure. you've been show before. Yeah. Huh. She got cast again. There you go. She, I guess you know she did a good job the first time. It happens. Speaking yeah. of brain hack, that was, that was the same uh, when when Alfie got brain hacked. That was the uh, same actor from Bugs. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this this gets my my paragraph got confusing, but it was a confusing scene in general. Um. Uh, they killed Jenna. Meanwhile, Amara grows and puts on a dress and walks. Dean tells Crowley Amara, Amara might be the darkness. Fights Crowley, pins his hand to the wall, and goes to try to find Amara, who is gone. And he returns to find that Crowley has escaped. Hmm. I'm not sure how he thought that was going to hold Crowley for very long, because he still had another hand to pull out the sword with. 
Yeah, right? I thought that too. And you must have like, did he did he materialize away because the sword was still in the wall? Maybe he might just have. like yoink, you know. <laughs> you could do that. Can yeah, you could pull your hand right off of there. But yeah. uh, I would totally do that if it was a situation I needed to do that. Sure. The reunited Winchesters return to the bunker and find Cass begging for help. And meanwhile, Crowley approaches Mara in a black van full of captives, offering her candy, to which she smiles. And you did not like. I did not. The kidnapper van and the offering (laughs) candy. It really bothered me um, for a number of reasons. That scenario should not be played for comedy? Kind of, yeah. But they had the reversal where the kidnapped victims were already in the van, and she was, but she was no, still technically. No, that's not okay. No, that doesn't okay. matter. It's yeah, it's still a real life scenario that shouldn't be played for comedy. No. All right. All right. Nice. Um, who wins? Who loses this episode? Hmm. Sam. <laughs> Sam. Yeah. This time I'm happy saying Sam because he does he does yeah. work out a cure and is able to cure others. Well, yeah. Save people and hunt things. Family business. Family business. So yeah, I'll go with Sam this time. Okay. Everybody else, are we all in agreement? It's a pretty big victory. He is about to agreeing just, on uh, that one. go away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he did a good job. He figured it out that he had already been given the answer by Dean earlier. No, by Billy. Was it Billy? Yeah. Well, I think Dean gave him the oil, though. He oh, Dean, yeah, had Dean, the oil. Yeah. Dean gave him the tools. The deus machina. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, he wouldn't do that. And somewhere in the uh, in the Wikipedia article, it talked about which exact verses he was reading to, to come up with the idea, but I can't, I didn't, I did not track that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But his source material was the Bible and not some other uh, some other esoteric book. It was just the Bible. All right. Should we? Uh, oh, we should offer the opportunity to quote. Um, yes, I I have. I would like to quote Billy um, because this feels like it could be important at some point. You and Dean dying and coming back again and again. The old death thought it was funny. But now there's one hard, fast rule in this universe. What lives, dies. So the next time you or your brother bite it, you're not going to heaven or hell. One of us, and Lord, I hope it's me, we're going to make a mistake and toss you out into the empty. And nothing comes back from that. And Sam said, challenge accepted. (laughs) Kind (laughs) of. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of did. Cool. Cool. I, I will go, I have a few for this episode, but I'll okay. go with um, Dean's, or the, the exchange between Crowley and Dean, where Dean's like, listen, Velma, this isn't the Scooby gang, okay? So shut up or get out. And Crowley's like, I'm way more of a Daphne. And I'm like, could you have possibly missed a bigger opportunity for a Buffy reference? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> minus a, a point for, like, missing a Buffy reference. <laughs> All right, uh, there, there there are no more quotes here. So if you did have any others, you can go ahead. But oh, the, I mean, the others were uh, there's a yeah. yeah. Sam says pretty weird. Dean's like yeah, weird with a weird cherry on a weird top. Not a terribly quote quotable episode, but oh my gosh, the next one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I suppose 
that we could open up for ratings. Doris, do you want to go first? Um, I have to think for a second. Oh, okay. So someone else should go first? Yes. Possibly me, since I'm a newbie? Sure. Okay. I appreciate that they're weaving a continuous story, and I can only imagine what someone starting with episode 11-1 would think after being... Or, or, or even if they had randomly tuned into this episode, like, let's check out Supernatural. I've never seen it before. What's going to happen? Uh, they've done a slightly better job again this season, like last season, of not tying up all of the threads in the first part of the season premiere episode. Like, oh, well, everything's better now. Right, right. Uh, I liked, I kind of liked Jenna enough to hope that she'd last a little while longer, and I did like Billy and hope that she can make a good adversary for some time to come. And the whole panel van stranger with candy thing was just a little, uh, ee. I said ookie feeling. Ookie. Ookie feeling. It was a little ookie feeling. So, uh, but uh, I'm going to give it another 6 out of 10, and I'll go with uh, Giant Crazy Farts. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was it was good, but I, 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 I am glad that we're going somewhere new and different, uncharted territory. Um, uh, the guys each did their their job. Kind of. <laughs> we, we, we got somewhere again with the van. Please don't do that ever again. And uh, I guess I will give it a, a 6 out of 10 burning rings of fire. <laughs> Carly's not going to listen to you. He'll still do the van thing as much as he wants to. He's a king of hell. He's a demon. You don't have to put me down like that, all right? No. <laughs> Okay. Done with being put in my place today, sir. <laughs> okay. Um, I thought this one was a lot more engaging uh, and interesting than the last one. The the evil little girl tropes a bit played out, but um... yeah, we already had one of those, didn't we? Well, it was, de- de- it was a it was a it was Lilith. It was a demon. Lilith. That's demon it. and a little girl. Yeah, demon, demon that tended to like little girl. Uh, Okay, yeah. that sounds horrible. That sounds worse than it was. <laughs> I knew what you meant, yeah. but yeah. That, that was we we've already done that. Yeah. But I am a sucker for a baby and oh my gosh, this one was adorable. A cute yeah. baby. Oh, she was so cute. Um but yeah, I, I found it a lot more you know, a lot more interesting and, and engaging than the last one. Um and at some point I had a thought a random thought that sam must have like an insane constitute constitution stat um yeah because the, the virus that <laughs> killed everybody else so quickly took you know a whole episode to not kill him so i'm giving him seven didn't... out of ten saving throws <laughs> nice. there you go because yeah didn't they establish when he captured that other dude and talked to him that that guy had been infected after Sam and was clearly in worse shape and ultimately died. I think so. I think that's why I was thinking that. Yeah. He must just be, you know, incredibly healthy, Sam. Well, it's all this. <laughs> or it's a force of will thing. That too. Yeah, I I also thought this one was was more 
more engaging and and fun than the first one. Um, however, I am knocking off a full point for that van thing. So, six out of ten Catholic guilt. It's a real thing. Oh, yeah. Never get over it. It's so weird, the, the difference between North and South, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we don't really have Catholics here. What? How can you not have Catholics? It's the same. I mean, there's, there's a few. You don't have them pap- You don't have them papists down here. Those papists. <laughs> no, we're mostly Southern Evangelicals and uh, Baptists. Baptists and um, yes. Oh, what was the the? What was it? They're Lutherans, but they were Missouri Synod. The Mis- yeah, the Missouri Synod was not Lutherans. It was. Um, yeah, no, it was. It was a. Yeah, they weren't part of the Evangelical Lutheran Church of America. It was. Yeah, I don't know. Or maybe it was. It was ELCA. I remember like thinking, oh yeah, Lutherans. I'm like, oh, this isn't Lutheran. This is weird. <laughs> this is weird Lutherans. <laughs> this isn't what I was expecting. Okay. Well, you're from Colorado, Colorado land of snake handlers, aren't you? That's not. That's not what most of us do, by the way. <laughs> well, most of us. <laughs> don't have snakes that we handle in Colorado very often. Just that one weird church. Right. That was one. All right. It's a huge church, too. Hmm. You saw it, didn't you? Maybe. Sure, I pointed it out. Yeah. It's huge. All right. Have we gotten all the ratings? I believe we have. Yep. It's a 6.25. Ah. My other ratings on that one were outdated game show references <laughs> and... Unfortunate made stereotypes. <laughs> yeah. Remember either of those? No. Well, they, they were saying they need to get a Dean was saying they need to get a maid for the bunker, preferably mm-hmm. one that's dressed in the. Oh, okay, you know, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the outdated game show references. Circle gets the square. I don't even remember. What reference is that? I didn't get that. Well, I've never. The Hollywood squares. Hollywood squares. Yeah. Hollywood squares. Okay. Yeah, but I don't remember it happening. When did that happen? I believe uh, Billy said it. Billy said that. Interesting. She's been around as long as us, though. Yeah, she's talking. <laughs> she's talking. She's talking. Paul Lind Hollywood Square is not. Well, uh, I know that's the only one there really is. Not the not the John Davidson Shadow Stevens. No. 80s oh, version. Shadow Stevens. <sighs> All right. So next up, we're going to episode eleven uh, three, the Bad Seed. Which I never saw. I've never seen the bad seed. Neither have I. Me neither. I think maybe but I did. It's apparently about a girl. I, I I get it mixed up with the omen myself, even though I've never seen it either. But apparently, uh, it's a girl. It is a girl in the bad seed. Okay. Oh wait, is that that's the one that's like the little tiny blonde girl in the country, like sort of children of the corn and and poltergeist mixed together. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Children of the Corn. That happened in Lincoln too, right? I'm not a. I'm not a uh, horror. Well, in Nebraska. Well, yeah, but it was. In, it was outside of Lincoln. That was one of the the places that the couple stopped was in Lincoln. Okay. Yeah. I'm not a horror expert. I've seen Children of the Corn like once. I and... have seen it like ten times because I was twelve and I had recorded it on videotape. Oh, on videotape. You didn't even have to watch it on HBO or something. Yeah. I see. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm not uh, well versed on horror. That's pretty much no. the only one I got. 
Well, anyways, uh, Rowena. Oh, and, and I, I did, uh, before we really get started, now that I've said the word Rowena, um, okay. somewhere in there I was like, I was like, you know, because we keep talking about her and... Her stinking accent. Yes, I, and I keep yelling at you guys, but you've already recorded and I'm just listening to the recording. It is her real accent. Yes. It is Glaswegian. <laughs> That's what I was coming down to was to say or was to say that I I did a little bit of careful research where I looked up the actress's name, which I've already forgotten again. But I looked up the actress's name. I looked up a YouTube video that was of the right period where she was doing a guest spot on a morning show. And I listened to like 12 seconds and said, OK, yep, that's that's she's putting on the zero accent for the show. Yeah. Well, like she's not Maybe changing it at all. Model. She is from outside Glasgow. That is her real Glaswegian accent, which I yell at you guys about every time you bring this up, but I am never on those recordings, so it does no good. It still sounds hokey. I'm just screaming into the void. <laughs> it is quite the accent, There's, but it's um, real. We are finally, like, finally, all these years later, getting around to watching Downton Abbey. Oh! Ah. oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, the... Uh, Oh, I can't remember her name. The the like main housekeeper has the yeah. same accent, except it's a bit you know it's softer than Rowena's. It's it's not quite as yeah. pronounced. But I was like, that's Rowena's accent, and I know it's real. And we've got a uh, we've got an actor uh, in Geek by Night, and she's uh, also she also possesses the same accent as it's Rowena. It's beautiful. I love it. Yeah, hers is. And, uh, and I was like, "Are you?" I, I was. I, I didn't even know. I did not even know um, until we did a group recording, and she was speaking, just just talking. That it was that it was real. You thought she was putting it on? Well, I was like, I, I mean, it, it sounded very authentic. And I was like, she's doing a very good job of it when she's. But I, I was never in any scenes with her until that group recording, or that group uh, the table read. Hmm. And then when she was just. You know, talking, 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 talking. Okay, let's do the scene, and it was all the same. <laughs> and I don't remember anybody talking like that. There. Well, you weren't in Scotland. You weren't <laughs> in Glasgow. I went through Scotland, not through Glasgow. Apparently, not through Glasgow. Went up to Edinburgh. It's Very super. Different accent. The accents, the yeah. accents are uh, super regionalized in the uh, in I the Isles. Interesting. Hmm. I mean, London itself has. You know, a good 16 dialects. It does. I couldn't understand half of them. I felt really <laughs> embarrassed. Like, you still speak in English? I could, like, pick up bits <laughs> and pieces, but they would go really fast, and then, yeah, it was weird. You don't talk like television performers. You're just talking like regular people. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I just tell them to slow down for me. All right, uh, I haven't actually started the uh, summary yet. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that's fine. That's my fault, I think. Uh, Rowena is recruiting witches away from the Grand Coven, but not doing very well. The name needs a little work as well. <laughs> a mega coven. You can wipe out half my quotes, which is the word mega coven. Oh, <laughs> 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 Then she brags about killing her own son, the King of Hell, until one of the witches says uh, her friend just dealt with Crowley the other re other week, just recently, and Rowena's pitch falls apart. Uh, when the witches are about to leave, she burns them alive. It wasn't very nice. Could just be a uh, yeah. Sorry, uh, I guess it's not gonna work out between us. <laughs> not you. It's me. 
Well, it's definitely her. Well, we know. <laughs> it's clearly her. <laughs> At the bunker, the boys are trying to figure out the things about Baby Amara and the darkness. They comment about God having bound the darkness before, and Cass isn't all that confident in that happening again. Uh, they say they want to find Metatron, as he might have knowledge from being the scribe of God. He's so cooperative normally, you know? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's such a joy to deal with. Uh, but we get more Curtis Armstrong, and still a big Curtis Armstrong fan from back in the day. Okay. Mm-hmm. Herbert Viola on Moonlighting. Oh, boy. Better off dead. I liked him in that. Um, I've lost where I am entirely. Yeah. Oh, wait, it's because I scrolled past what I just said. All right, but Cass's curse is getting worse. So they decide to search for Rowena first. Meanwhile, Crowley has also found out that Rowena has been spotted and orders her dead. Such a lovely family. Yeah. Just loving. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Amara is learning. Crowley talks to her about God sealing her, away, sealing her away, and she wants protection from God without explaining how God did that particular trick. Smart girl. Yeah. Smart Crowley for thinking to ask. Yeah. She was so vulnerable. But smart girl for knowing better than to tell anyone how to do that. Right. right. Yeah. At a cafe in Denver... Rowena tries to recruit more witches, but gets attacked by a demon and escapes. No, Paul, every time you talk about the new coven, you have to say the mega coven. <laughs> and you have to say it like that. You have the to say mega the coven. Mega coven. coven. <laughs> I want to be a member of that just because. I mean, I Where's the awesome. mega coven? Well, let's just make our own, okay? We, we're not really witches. We really don't know what we're doing. We are the mega coven. That's right. We're, we're renaming the podcast. The- <laughs> a, I mean, it, it is a big math joke, mega right? Coven the order of magnitude between grand and mega. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a math thing. I think so. Uh, Dean tries to get a hold of Crowley for help for help to find Rowena, and Sam isn't having much luck finding Metatron via looking for incident reports involving Cass's car that Metatron stole. I find it hilarious that that's how they're trying to find him, just because he is such a terrible driver. <laughs> like that's got to be the easiest way. Surely he's crashed by now. I thought it was like the pimpmobile they were. I mean, that's, that's a distinctive car. It is. It is. I mean, there is one here in our town. I see it all the time. Really? Yeah, big old Lincoln Cont. Yeah, it's pretty mm. cool. That's, it's impressive considering the land of salt, road salt that we live in. I know. They must have only driven it on Sundays. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Something <laughs> like that. To Lutheran church. <laughs> something like that, though. The really old uh, bomber cars you don't see. No. Too much. They're all salted away. Because they're all salted no. through. Uh, they determined to find Metatron by searching places he might go, but Cass has another episode. Uh, he's hearing Angel Radio, and the angels are stepping up their hunt for Metatron. And Sam finds news of the cafe incident in Denver. Uh, Amara has a conversation with her adult self in the mirror, and she marvels at all that God has created, but the reflection still wants revenge. The darkness Fair. doesn't seem like a completely composed personality just yet. No, no. But I assume that there's probably there, there's probably no steps between 
um, well, I mean, there's, we haven't gotten to the point where she's uh, progressed to her final age of the episode, but I, I think there's probably zero, you know, a single step between this form at the end of the episode and, and the mirror version. Because she's what, preteen or? She's, she seems to be like 14, maybe, yeah. 13, 14. Yeah. So I assume they just jumped to the uh, mature actress after that. Teen years. <laughs> well, she's skipping. She's skipping a bunch of years as it goes anyway, so. Yeah, she does. That's why I'm like, they'll probably skip that. I find that mirror conversation really fascinating. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the, there's the young, unformed version of Amara that is, uh, like, there's so much stuff here. Yeah. Like, maybe there's a lot of stuff here to destroy. <laughs> and then <laughs> the older version is like, you know, screw it. We're, we're going to get our vengeance. And it's it's a interesting way to approach a internal dialogue yeah and then at a bar we have a good omen scene with an angel and demon commiserating <laughs> over the situation yes. <laughs> I yes, just, I, i'll call I'll, in my head i call them uh, zero fail and crowley but of course i can't really call them that in this show <laughs> no it reminded me of the uh Wiley Coyote and yeah, the sheepdog. And the sheepdog. Like, hey, look. <laughs> that too. But it's it was definitely. Name is David Tennant. Yep. Yeah, because like... we watched a little bit of Good Omens actual TV You're series. Right, we we're, we're, I mean, we're huge fans of the book. We read the book way back in the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We I like the show it. better than the book, which probably will get me killed in several circles, but. <laughs> I I have never read the book and only seen the show and quite enjoyed it. Now I need to find the book. <laughs> you see, the book fails to have David Tennant. That well, that's a failure. That is, it is a yeah. problem at any turn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> God, he's. So I don't cool. know that I pictured David Tennant <laughs> okay. as, as Crowley. Probably not. Well, we read that way back when it came out. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Like I got that at the tattered cover. That long ago? Like when I visited you, yeah, in Denver on a summer. You visited me in Denver. Or we, or we, or we traveled there together. It was like, it was, it was easily when you were in either college or grad school. I think it was the summer between college and grad school. Could have been. Yep. Uh, Sam and Dean get to... Sam and Dean get to an interrogation room with one of the potential recruit witches who they tracked down in Denver. Use the tattered cover process. What, Walter? Pardon me? Recruit to what? Oh, the uh, the, the? mega coven. <laughs> he just doesn't get it right. No, he can't do it. It's no. like a drum roll between words. <laughs> I already, I, my, my my article had come out too soon. I said the way before. <laughs> Like way before I should have. There's a pause between. There's a lot of emphasis on Mega Coven. You know, it's just, you gotta, you gotta get up there. <sighs> so much better than Brand. Resonance. Jeez. <laughs> what are we gonna do with him? And they get that recruit to track Rowena down by scrying in a mirror, which claims she doesn't know what scrying is. Well, she's a witch. Yeah. Amara isn't happy with the paltry gifts that Crowley wants to appease her with. Instead, reading Dante's Inferno and devouring her nanny's demon soul. 
So one of those paltry gifts was a pop-up book, which is just hilariously cute. I mean, that's not even the right age for that child. (laughs) He couldn't read Inferno in the original Italian. A bloody dress and a pop-up book. (laughs) But there were also a lot of perfectly good snacks. Like, you can eat those and souls. It's fine. Uh, Some pastries. Delicious. Mm -hmm. Smart of Crowley to to only feed her, like, the the souls of uh, bodies that were already dead. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't want a whole bunch of soulless corpses walking around. Right, right. Deciding that, hey, you know, I saw this once on television. It's going to kill you, but it's going to be fun. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. Um, The boys get Rowena and bring her to the bunker. Okay, Um, and I feel like I'm talking too much at this episode, but can I just give a shout out to those ridiculous disguises on both their parts? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Dean was... uh, little bit like uh, oh, I can't remember the character name it really probably isn't fair to say it oh okay it's an angel reference oh I don't know it then Herb Saunders nah, don't know what you're talking about that's okay oh 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 okay now you go to expound because that rings a faint bell Herb Saunders he, he heard this was the doc for uh, for Catalina <gasps> the the um uh yeah, I'm not going to say much more than that, but, you know. That episode, okay, okay, I know exactly what you're talking about. Wow. Yeah, sense and sensitivity. Yes, uh, thank you, I could not remember the name. All right, then. Yeah, you don't know what I'm talking about because you never watched Angel at all. I watched it. I remember, like, Lauren and... Oh, no, yeah, no, you watched you watched later seasons. You never watched early seasons. Well, no. It's... You watched when it was live. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Anyways, uh, yeah, so they have Rowena. She has the Codex, but not the Book of the Damned on her. Uh, they go to find Castiel, but he has escaped, and not in a not in a good way. While they look for Cast, Rowena reveals the deal that Sam made where he was supposed to kill Crowley. Dean is not exactly happy to hear this. She's sowing discord. Discord. It's her best chance, she thinks. Mm-hmm. They find Cass attacking a woman, and Dean is able to get the woman safely away and is beaten slightly to a pulp by Cass. Uh, they get Rowena yeah, to lift... To me, that might be another reason why Cass seemed relieved when he realized he hadn't killed Crowley, is because Dean's kind of attached to Crowley still. Yeah. I think everybody's a bit more attached to Crowley than they yeah. want to admit, and the other way around. Yes. They keep not taking his opportunities to kill each other. (laughs) Yeah. But I was Uh, so glad for Cass there, because he didn't kill that woman. Oh, that would have messed him up a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They get Rowena to lift the curse, but she does get away. Yay! I'm glad There's probably going to be another Rowena episode somewhere in season 11. At least one. (laughs) I love her. She's not my favorite. And finally, when Crowley goes to speak to Amara, he, she, he finds that she has grown to a teen. And she says she's hungry. That's and him. man, that last time she says that she's a real teenager, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's I said. Hmm. Sound like anybody you know? 
Yeah, a little bit. Sounds like me. <laughs> At that age. If I need a hamburger, you never know. Um. So, uh, once again, no feedback, but we could, uh, who wins, who loses this thing. Hmm. I'm thinking about it a little bit here. I'm going to have to ponder, uh, unless someone has a has a well, opening bid. I'm going to say Cass wins, because he got the spell released. That's a good idea, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I yeah. pretty much said the yeah, same thing. Yeah, because the other guys just didn't have a whole lot of luck. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't really a, a pro or con on them yeah. compared to compared to that. Doesn't that doesn't rabbit anymore. Great. <laughs> right. All right, I'm good with that. So I think that's a solid tie, since yeah. Cass doesn't really count. Yeah, he doesn't really count. No. Um, <sighs> do we have <laughs> any... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I get you, any, Megan. <laughs> yeah. Any quotes? Oh, there's a bunch quotes. for this episode. Yeah, I was going to say, Annie has a ton. Well, I mean, half of them have <laughs> Mega Coven in them. <laughs> skip all of those. <laughs> Do you have anything uh, anything other than that, Megan? Um, no, I don't have or, any. I mean, if you have a favorite Mega, Mega Coven quotes, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you go ahead. I don't actually have anything other than the words mega coven. <laughs> okay, well then I'm gonna go with the um uh the first I, I think it's actually the first line in the episode, which is just Rowena saying, and they shall know us far and wide and fear us, and we shall be known as the Mega Coven. <laughs> Sorry, I, I can't do the the accent. <laughs> and then I also liked the um, uh, exchange when they were waking uh, Cass up. And mm-hmm. Dina's like, do you know where you are? What's the date? And Cass is like, Earth, several billion years from the beginning. Yeah. I also liked, he was like, it was like I was inside a blender that was set to puree for a tomato salsa. And you're the tomato? In this analogy, Yes. <laughs> Cass is so funny at this point in the show. He really is. He's and had... sometimes he means to be, which is even better. Yeah. Yeah. Not not only has he had some experience that makes him funny, but sometimes he is actually having a sense of humor. Yeah. He's the funniest angel in the garrison now. <laughs> well, he always has been. He really has been. That's he just really didn't always <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, should we rate? We should. We should. Probably. Probably should. Do you want to start this time, or shall I uh, kick it off? Go or? ahead. All right. Uh, the story keeps flowing. One episode into the next, which I can appreciate. Uh, aside from it being this story... Uh, while they resolve some things, there really isn't a whole lot happening. It, you know, I mean, Amara continues to grow, um, and it feels a little predict. It feels a little predictable. It feels a little fast. Like it feels like they they could have taken some time with any of the stages, perhaps. But I don't know what they have planned exactly. Uh, I'm giving it a six out of ten. Um, godly Mai Tais. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Delicious. <laughs> they better be delicious because that's what he's doing instead of taking care of his planet. Yeah. Right? So I'm, I'm a, I don't know. I, I guess I'm not glad Rowena's 
back, but I'm glad that she's funny. So that's good. I mean, right? hey, it's possible. It's it's possible that she was just there to lift the curse, and now she's just going to be, you know, not in it anymore. All right. Okay. And then um, Mara, eh, whatever. Like, really? Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't do much for me. So maybe maybe she'll get better as she goes on. So yeah, I don't know. I'm only. I'm only going to give this uh, uh, five out of ten soul snacks. Mm. Yeah. All right. Who's next? Um, I don't know. I'll go this time. Um, yeah, I don't know. Not not the best, perhaps, but it had its moments, um, most of which involved six out of ten mega covens. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe I'm I'm just in a better mood. <laughs> I, I, I am in such a better mood today than I have been recently, so that's great. Um, but I, I found this one just a lot more engaging um, and interesting, and I was I was more into it um, than I expected to be, especially having seen it before at least two or three times. It's just been a while. Um. I, I love Rowena. She's she's a villain that is just oh she's so evil and she's so villainous and you hate her. And I used to like yell at the TV like why do you even let her talk? Like, <laughs> gag her. She's poison. But uh, she's also so funny and she's she's a villain that I just love to hate. Um, plus I thought this episode did a really good job of uh, propelling the plot while also being funny and engaging on a few different levels so uh i'm gonna give it eight out of ten evil bo peeps wow. <laughs> it's pretty high for me yeah yeah but i enjoyed it that is a 6.25 that's lowish but you know we didn't necessarily have a big a big opinion of it over here on this uh this side of things not feeling great but no all right hey so uh Megan, thanks again for joining us. Of course, anytime. Fantastic. Uh, and Annie, what is what is next up on a, our uh, our look through things? Um, we've got a few episodes coming up. Um, I sort of wanted to discuss. Let's see that one and that one. <laughs> the the very next one. Yeah. Is another that's you know a bit special. It's kind of a, a different sort of thing, and so I, I would kind of like to consult with Bianca and possibly Megan if you might be up for that episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would love that. That would be so cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, maybe we might cons- you know m- might want to do like a a one off thing with that one. Right. If or I don't I don't know. <laughs> I discuss with the other experts and see if okay. it's worth it. But. Uh, yeah, the the next one is fun. It is All right. This whole season for me is mostly a lot of fun. This All is. Right. Yeah, I uh, I really feel like the back half of this season is when when things really start to pick up again. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> you know, without saying anything else, I gotta say that the. Uh, first episode of this season season 15 mm. um, was one of the coolest season openers I've ever seen <laughs> uh, sorry I guess that's an opinion spoiler 
Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it quite a lot. And it made me specifically go and uh, look up a certain song that I now absolutely love. Oh, wow. All right. Well, listeners, well, we you're going to get... talk about that for a long no, time. No, not yet. <laughs> All right, well, listeners, you're going to get uh, you're going to get the next episode, and it's going to contain what it contains when we figure yeah. out what it contains. To be determined. Yeah. Sorry. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, but uh, until until that time happens, I think we'll just all say happy hunting and I happy know. Thanksgiving. Yeah, and happy Thanksgiving or whatever like, holiday it happens to be. You've been listening to Idgitcast from QuadrupleZ.com. Join the discussion at Facebook.com/Idgitcast. We would love to hear from you. You can email us or send in an MP3 voice message. Please use the episode title as your subject line to help protect our newbies from spoilers. Our email address is idgitcastpodcast at gmail.com. The opening theme for Idgitcast is by Borrowed Trouble. You can find the band at borrowedtrouble.com. The lyrics and vocals are by Idgitcast founder Allie Jones, who you can learn all about by visiting imthewonderband.com. The closing music you are listening to even as I speak is Too Good, written and performed by Jack Mangan, and is used by his generous permission. You can find other music, writings, and discussions by Jack, as well as archives of his own deadpan podcast at jackmangan.com. You may wish to know more about the hosts of this show. Yvette can be heard as one of the hosts of Investigating Mars, a completed introcast about the TV series Veronica Mars, also available from quadruplez.com. And now, Yvette will tell you all about select movies from the Lifetime Network. Find out before you watch what movies have all the best people, who are the worst, who is killing who, and most of all, what, if anything, makes sense. Yvette presents this trove of information at moviesofalifetime.com. Bianca doesn't currently have projects available for you to find online, but all of us at Idgicast encourage you to have a visit to your local public library. Darcy and I can also be heard on the Ghostlight Podcast, a completed intro cast for the television series Slings and Arrows. Slings and Arrows is on the Encore Plus YouTube channel, and you can hear our thoughts on the series on the Ghostlight Podcast at quadruplez.com. Welcome back to Educast. I am one of your newbies in uh, Paul Mackey. My name is Paul Mackey. Yeah? Yeah? You're just sure about Okay. And I am Take one of his newbies. Take two. Is that, that's not good enough? Try <laughs> <laughs> again. Okay. Hello. Welcome to Educast. I am Paul Mackey in... No. What? <laughs> what do I do? Yeah, that's exactly that's it. it. In Duluth, Minnesota. That doesn't sound right. From my... The bigger, yeah, <laughs> lovely wife Darcy. Okay, I'll try it one more time. It didn't sound right. You're... No. How many beers? Half of a... Uh, no, Light. probably three quarter. I don't All know. right. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you.
Amara isn't happy with the paltry gifts that Crowley wants to appease her with, instead reading Dante's Inferno and devouring her nanny's demon soul. Oh, Jesus! What are those paltry gifts? Iris, quit dumping jelly beans on the dog's bowl, all right? Good thing I just went pee. We don't normally have jelly beans in the house, but uh, no, tonight we do. It's a big treat. Sure, <laughs> jelly beans, toast, and ice cream sundaes. That's right. Ooh. Pretzels, pretzel sticks, and popcorn, and popcorn, and popcorn. It's a traditional Thanksgiving dinner, just like Charlie Brown did. <laughs> yes. And now I have to keep up my pace of releasing these things so I don't end up releasing the Thanksgiving episode uh, on uh, Memorial in Day. March. <laughs> <laughs> What'll life be like in March? Hmm. Uh, Better? Hopefully. Maybe. 